to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I'm your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast. So who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday. Happy freaking February 26th, I think. I think that's, don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it's February 26th when you're listening to this. I actually, you know what? It's none of my business when you listen to this. It could be first thing Monday morning. If so, hey, early bird gets the worm. I love that for us. But it also, it could be late Tuesday night. If that's the case, if you're listening late Tuesday night, what are you doing? Go to bed, you crazy, you crazy girl. Go to bed. Um, I'm kidding. Listen to the whole podcast and then go to bed. Thank you so much. Uh, fabulous reminder, follow the podcast on Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod. It's always linked in the show notes, um, but you should you should definitely be following on there. I love the podcast Instagram. It feels like kind of a safe haven. Like everyone there who follows, is they kind of get it. They're kind of like a part of the joke. Like they're in on the joke and I just love it. I love it so much. It feels like a cute little community and I love... I love the memes that you guys send in. Recently, the memes have been hitting so hard. If you are new here, we do something called Passenger of the Week, and you can become the Passenger of the Week by sending in maybe kind of a really cool picturesque photo of um, the podcast, this current podcast episode, the newest, the latest and greatest of Parkour Convos. If you could take a picture of it playing on your car's radio screen, and send it to the Parked Car Convos podcast Instagram, then you could become the passenger of the week, which just means that it gets posted on the feed and you get a little shout out. But you can also become the passenger of the week by submitting a Parked Car Convos related meme, preferably to the episode, the most recent episode, but it could also just be kind of like an overarching podcast themed meme. They always are so good. I've just been loving every second of it. So just a reminder to follow the podcast on Instagram. And, you know, while I have you here, I would also like to say, why don't you, why don't you leave a rating? Why don't you leave a review on Spotify? You can leave a rating and on Apple podcasts, you can leave a rating and a review. And it really does just kind of mean the world to me. And it's a fabulous way to kind of support the podcast that is free of charge it's a, it's a way to support that is free of charge, which is fabulous because the thing is, is I, I don't know if you guys know this. I see how many of you are listening and I see how many ratings and reviews we have. And those numbers are vastly disproportionate. And so I just keep thinking, hmm, hmm, interesting. It's just so peculiar that those numbers don't add up. I don't know. What do you guys think? jury's out on that one but if you have done that thank you thank you so much from the bottom of my heart also reading the reviews like truly makes my day also a great reminder if you listen on spotify you can still leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts. chances are the app is already downloaded on your phone so you can always just kind of show your support on both platforms if that's something you're feeling open to i don't want to again i don't want to force you right i want this to feel kind of natural Um, And I only am interested in five star ratings and reviews if we're being fully transparent, which I feel like we should be like we're we're friends here. So I feel like I can I can confidently kind of say that amongst friends. Um, And also, maybe maybe if you've already done those things and you're thinking, wow, I just really want to support the podcast, send send the podcast to your friends and say, oh, my God, you need to listen to this the next time you're on a walk or the next time you're cleaning your house or the next time you have a long drive, you should listen to this podcast. It's really it's really good. Or maybe you could add you could add some more descriptors in there that might sell it a little bit better than what I just said. I just feel uncomfortable kind of describing the podcast as being like a phenomenal sensation, which is what I feel in my heart of hearts. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Or you could post that you're listening to the podcast on your Instagram story and spread the good word that way. 
it's just so important to be spreading the good word. Okay, that it's over. It's over. I'm going to stop talking about that. Don't worry. We have a lot to discuss, actually. Before we even get to family secrets, we have a lot to discuss. Um, but first and foremost, let's do peak and valley of the week. So my peak of the week uh, is that, oh my God, I'm recording this again on Saturday. Like, why do I record these things on the weekend? This week, I had a good, I had a good reason because one of my peaks of the week was that we had family in town for most of the week, actually, and they stayed with us. Um, It was my aunt and uncle that I hadn't seen in almost a year, so it was really good to see them and have them visit. That was definitely a peak of the week, but that was also the reason why I didn't end up recording until right now was because there was just, like, people here, and it was kind of busy and kind of hectic, but but here I am. Here I am. I'm obviously not going to miss Monday, but uh, that was definitely a peak of the week. Another peak of the week has been seeing you guys in the merch. You guys have already, so many of you have already gotten your merch. And I just wanted to say it is so cool. Like seeing people have been posting stories and tagging me in it, sending me pictures of it. I actually was tagged in a TikTok this morning. Um, uh, I was tagged in a TikTok on TikTok, if you can believe it. And it was this woman who had her daughter in the toddler tea and she was using my sound over it. And I was just like, that is the coolest thing. It is, it is really, really cool. So, um, I'm so glad that you guys are loving your merch if you purchased it and you've already received it. Um, also just like a quick little reminder in case anyone has any questions, re-merch, uh, there's a few different like vendors and suppliers that the merch comes from. So if you ordered more than one thing, chances are it'll ship separately just, just to keep that in mind. So if you only get like one thing in the mail and you're like, uh, that's weird. Cause I ordered two things. Don't worry. It's probably just coming from a different manufacturer. So they do, um, you know, they get made at different speeds because everything is made to order and then they ship out at different times. So that's totally normal, but I just wanted to cover the bases in case anyone was confused in regards to that. Um, my Valley of the week is honestly, um, shocker kind of just like the weather and just feeling blah I've also I think I'm getting sick and so that's just like not fun for anyone um and I'm not loving that and also it's like not that there's ever a good time to be sick but I just feel like I have so much to do recently and so I'm like dreading that aspect of of being sick and being like but I can't but I can't stop and I can't not so I have to keep so I have to keep do you know what I mean um so that's, yeah, that's going to be a doozy. I also just like haven't been sleeping well. I don't know. I don't, maybe I should go to the doctors. I probably should. That would be another valley of the week. I don't like going to the doctors. Okay. Anyways, um, pass the ox song of the week. What do we have? What do we have? I don't know. I've just been, I've been so focused on this week's, um, this week's traffic report, which I'm sure a lot of you guys already know what it's going to be about. I don't, what have I been listening to? I don't know. I really haven't been listening to like new music at all. So I don't really have one. I've just been kind of like listening to like downloaded, like generic downloaded songs that I have. I also like recently, I don't know what this is. Maybe someone can relate. I don't know if it's, I think part of it is because I don't have any good new music that I'm like obsessed with. And I'm, like I said, I'm just like listening to my downloaded songs but because of that, like my attention span when it comes to music is like all time low. So when I'm driving, which is really the only time that I listen to music, because when I'm like walking and stuff, I'm listening to podcasts. But when I'm driving and I'm listening to music, I like keep changing the song. 
like 20 minutes in I'm like no I no that's not that's not the vibe that's not my mood and I just like can't commit which is actually a pet peeve of mine I hate when people like if I'm in the car with someone else and they're controlling the music and they like keep changing like that pisses me off because I'm like just pick a song like just pick a song and that's how I feel to myself right now but I think I think it is just because I don't have any music that I'm kind of like obsessed with right now so hopefully I I know there's a lot of good stuff coming out in the near future so that's exciting but as of right now I'm just kind of I'm just kind of in like a lull when it comes to music but all right traffic report let's get to it first actually I'll end on the good note because there's two different traffic reports but the one that you're probably thinking of is the Ruby Frank of it all Frankie Ruby Frankie I always forget how to say her last name because I think it should be Frank just because there's an E on the end doesn't mean you pronounce it and certainly you don't pronounce it like a long E sound but that's neither here nor there I guess because this is like (laughs) and I'm a bad person so just bear that in mind there's some people who just like inherently are kind of pronouncing their name incorrectly and that's something that really drives me nuts like there was actually a girl that I went to high school with who had like a very very like French last name and I I took French and so I knew how it should be pronounced and she just pronounced it like a very very Americanized version of it but it like totally changed like completely changed the last name and that always kind of like irked me because I was like but that's not (laughs) okay but that's like not your name and obviously like to each their own like who am I to tell you how to pronounce your name I totally get that but also who who I am in that moment is the correct the correct party and so that kind of does make it a little bit a little bit trickier Ooh, yeah I'm not sounding great right now I hear it don't worry okay so Ruby Frankie she pled guilty and she could be sentenced to up to 60 years I believe it was she pled guilty I think it was four counts of child abuse um, and they're each like one to 15 years to be served consecutively I don't think there's any way she'll get even close to 60 years. If I had to guess, I would say probably max like 20. If that, I think it's probably going to be closer to like 10, which is unfortunate. But I have some thoughts. She was like sobbing in the courtroom and she kind of, she, she did what I thought she was going to do, which was essentially she passed off a lot of the blame to Jody, which was her business partner, who she think who she claims was kind of was kind of like the 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 initiator of all this and she was really you know the bad one so to speak and it was like a lot of her ideas but obviously Ruby was there and she took part in all of it so she's obviously definitely to blame but i am curious to see what happens with Jody's trial and i i think I think they're going to find a lot more charges with Jody because from my understanding, she has a very, very, very long history of these horrible, horrible tactics and her, her job as a quote unquote therapist, which just feels (laughs) disgusting to even call her that because nothing she was doing was for the good of anyone's mental health in any capacity. Uh, But I think she has a much, much longer record of doing this to so many people. And um, I, I definitely do think that Ruby was like 
I don't want to say coerced because I do think it was all like free will, but I just think there's something that they refer to in criminal psychology as folia de, which is by the way, part of my French, like literally part of my French. Um, but it means shared madness essentially. And basically it's like when one person has kind of gone, gone a little crazy and then they begin some sort of relationship or have some sort of close relationship with another person. Typically it happens in like families. You see it a lot. Like, um, father son you see it a lot you see you see it a lot in those types of like super close relationships but where one of them is kind of a little bit more crazy and then they have this super close relationship with someone who otherwise probably would have been relatively normal and because of the close proximity and because of their relationship it's almost like the madness kind of wears off on them and I feel like that's a little bit prevalent here but But in this case, I definitely think Ruby was a horrible mother and was breaking a lot of laws and also just like morally a horrible mother too, which I think that's, that's the hard part with a lot of this is a lot of the things she did weren't technically illegal, but it's just like, you are a sick, twisted person if you do that. Um, And then obviously I want to make it very clear. A lot of what she did was very much so illegal, but um I think that's that's kind of part of it where I don't know that Ruby necessarily would have been as bad if she hadn't had this like super close relationship with Jody and I think Jody kind of got in her head and and really was spreading a lot of these horrible ideologies and the only reason I say this is because I remember watching an interview with Jody's niece I want to say and she's probably like 20 like in her early 20s now and she was talking about the things that like Ruby and Jody were being charged with she had experienced at Jody's hands when she was a girl. So like you're thinking like 10, at least 10 years ago. Right. And so I, I think there's reason to believe that like Jody had been doing all of this for so much longer and it was so much more like she was in a lot more deep, I think. Um, but obviously I fully believe that, that Ruby should be held fully accountable for her actions. Um, but there is just like a very interesting dynamic there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Jody. And I also, I haven't heard anything about this. I should probably read into it. I need to know what's going to happen to this dad because he absolutely was an accomplice. I think it's going to be a lot of the times they're more lenient to like the second parent because they want to avoid the kids like not having a parental figure. Like there's definitely something there. Um, but that man has to also be held accountable. Like he was a bystander. He was equally responsible for those children. And he absolutely knew some of the heinous things that she was doing. Um, And I think it's hard because really what she was charged with was that one singular incident where, wherein she had like duct taped her child's hands and feet and like put him in a basement and like didn't feed him for days on end. And then he escaped and he ran to the neighbor's house, of course. But that, that's really like the only incident that she's been charged with. And I think that's tricky because that that as an isolated incident the dad can be like oh I had no idea that that was happening they were separated at the time so he wasn't living with them so like he can easily and I'm sure and I'm to be to be fair to him I'm, I'm sure he didn't know that that was happening at that point in time but there had been years and years of these like really horrible horrible parenting tactics especially in recent years it had clearly gotten a lot worse and then it escalated um and there's definitely 
he definitely knew about about some of that and I think that he needs to be held accountable as well so yeah just just a crazy a crazy thing I mean I I think I am definitely happy that you know she's gonna have to that she's she's having a consequence to her actions but I hate that I hate that it took this long and I hate that uh it had to go this far in order for this to happen um which you know it just like it never should have gotten to this point and I think it's really frustrating because she's a person who for years was documenting to the entire world her heinous quote-unquote parenting techniques and so it's just like kind of infuriating that it had to even get to this point where you know it's her her son was like malnourished and like was being tortured essentially like that's just like so so beyond because it was so blatantly obvious you know this isn't one of those things where they were presenting as like this like picture perfect family like she laid it all out on the table like everything this isn't one of those those things where I'm sure people in their lives are like oh this is so shocking because it's not shocking like anyone with half a brain that had seen seen them or interacted with them like I'm sure all of those children's like teachers at school I'm sure it's not a shock to them and so I think that's just kind of infuriating. But at the same same time, if if it hadn't been something this drastic, unfortunately, she would not be facing these consequences. So um, I'm I'm just hoping that I'm hoping for a long sentence for her. But just truly heinous and truly nauseating. On a lighter note, the other traffic report item that I wanted to discuss is Bridget Mendler. Guys, 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 guys. I am like. I'm like very unironically obsessed with lemonade mouth. It's like one of the weirder things about me, I would say. But the lemonade mouth soundtrack is actually so good. It's so good. And so, and also Bridget Mendler has some bangers on her own, like Ready or Not and Hurricane. Like she's such a good musician. And she kind of, she did this thing. I want to say it was like a year ago, two years ago, where she like tweeted and she was like, something big is coming or something like that and then she just like went ghost for literally years and she just like (laughs) re-entered society in the form of social media and it was announced that she's now like the CEO of a startup called Northwood Space and it says the aim of Northwood Space is to produce grounded satellite stations that act as a highway of data communications between earth and outer space literally oh like she is a rocket scientist in a sense and I literally love that for her she went to MIT she went to Harvard she is so she's so freaking smart and I love that for her and then she also that same day announced that she actually adopted a child she's now a mother to a four-year-old boy that she adopted in 2022 and she like fostered him for a year and then she adopted him and I'm just like what an actual like you are doing it all you are a person that can do it all and I think of like the trajectory of former Disney stars and I can't think of someone who kind of won more than she did also she has like this like crazy backstory that I feel like I feel like isn't it's like pop culture tea but like I don't think a lot of people know about it because 
Bridget Mendler's kind of like off the beaten path. Like she has, a, <laughs> there's like so many tweets that I see about her and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm like not alone because I could easily kind of head up the Bridget Mendler fan club. But there's like tea because so she was in the movie, The Click, the girlies that know, know, the girlies that get it, get it. Um, she was in the movie, The Click, which was based off of the book, the book series, The Click. And she was in that movie and there was another girl who starred in that movie. I forget what her name is. And I'm going to get some of these details a little bit, probably a little bit wrong and probably a little bit hazy, but she was in that movie with this other girl. It was the girl that played Alicia. So I'm just going to call her Alicia. That's not her name in real life. And they became really good friends. And then actually when Bridget Mandler starred in Good Luck Charlie, the Disney Channel TV series, um, that girl Alicia actually like guest starred in a couple of the episodes and they were like really good friends. And then actually the the guy who played Teddy's boyfriend, Bridget Mendler's boyfriend on the show, Good Luck Charlie, they dated in real life. Bridget Mendler and this guy dated in real life for years. And they were really, really good friends with this girl, Alicia, because Bridget and this girl, Alicia, were like best friends. And the three of them would like go on trips together. Like they were so close. Then she finds out that they have been her boyfriend had been cheating on her with that girl with her best friend and now Bridget Mendler is like happily married and like a mother and a rocket scientist and I think that is so iconic because her life kind of blew up and she was like I just need to make sure that everyone knows I'm gonna win like to come back from something that horrible and just be so iconic and so legendary and have everyone just kind of love you because who's not gonna love the rocket scientist's foster parent to adoptive mother timeline like who's not gonna love that and we all know most of us most the girls like I said the girls that get it get it most of us know that like if she were to drop an album tomorrow like it would be such a hit just to be so multi-talented is truly such an incredible feat, but I figured I would end Traffic Report with Bridget Mandler's massive success. I'm so happy to hear of it. And as soon as I, as soon as I saw that Bridget Mandler was kind of like re-entering the space and the space being literal outer space, but also just kind of our world, I immediately was like, you know what? It's going to be a good year. Like that for me is like a huge indicator. Like it's going to be a good year. Thank you so much, Bridget Mandler couldn't really couldn't thank you more okay without any further ado let's get into this week's episode the family secrets of it all okay first up we have so not my family but my boyfriend's family his grandparents are pretty much 100% Italian and the other is 100% Mexican all of my boyfriend's aunts, uncles, and his mom did a genealogy test to see how much Italian versus Mexican they were, only for one of his uncles to have zero Italian in his results. Grandma confessed to cheating and they are getting divorced after like 50 years of marriage. That is nuts. That is so nuts. It also, I think that is kind of like a pretty, unfortunately, a pretty big phenomenon of people finding out that like their parents had cheated via ancestry.com which is a like a crazy way to find out especially if especially if like they can't prepare for it like if you just decide like oh I'm gonna go 
take a DNA test and you don't tell your parents and then you find out and you're like, mm, this isn't, this isn't adding up. What a horrible, it's horrible, but it is exposing so many people. And I just find that so interesting. Also getting divorced after 50 plus, like that is so sad. And that's so sad because it's like at that point, like your whole life has just kind of been a lie as, as the husband of this grandmother. Like that is so sad because it's like, now what? You're an elderly person and you just found out that your wife of 50 years lied to you. Like that's just horrible. That is horrible. And it kind of makes me understand, like, I I kind of guess I get why people take these things to the grave because at that point like 50 after 50 plus years of marriage and you're like an old person it's like do you even want to know at that point do you know what I mean I don't I don't know that I would I don't know that I would after after like 30 years yeah maybe after 50 years I don't know there I feel like there's a threshold do you know what I mean but at the same time, I, obviously, I would want to know. So I don't, I just, I waffle. But okay, uncle from my dad's side cheated on his girlfriend with my uncle from my mom's side. That is, wow. Wow. What are family reunions like now? I need to know. Also, like, that's so interesting because they wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for, like, your parents. Like, that's a crazy, a crazy way for them to meet. And then decide to have an affair. There's, as we know from the gossip episodes, there's like way too much interfamilial affairs happening in this world. Dare I say probably in this country, but certainly in this country. But it's it's just like actually so unbelievable. But then to hear that it happens so frequently makes it so much worse <laughs> because I feel like it's like you hear one story about it and you're like that's so crazy but like that's also super rare and like you know it's nuts because of how unique it is and then you the more you learn the more you're like oh this is actually this is a scary kind of world that we live in where people have no boundaries and no shame at all not even a little bit okay so my grandma and grandpa were high school sweethearts. Adorable. Love that. That's their words, not mine. But I would like to say I agree. Adorable. Love that. And they got pregnant at the end of their senior year, which in 1955 was pretty scandalous. I find that funny because I would think in 1955 that was pretty much the norm because they were having kids so young, like so young. He wanted to marry her, but his mom said no, and he was still underage at that point, so he couldn't. He had been accepted to Maine Maritime Academy, which is a very prestigious school in central Maine, which at the time would have trained him and prepared him to serve as an officer in the Navy. But because of the pregnancy, he decided not to go. He ended up just directly joining the military and served for the next three years. During that time, my grandma let her mother raise her daughter and went to Boston, where she got pregnant again. They both came back to their hometown and got married. The big secret is that after they got married, they had another child, but gave him up for adoption for some unknown reason. Then they had two more children, so that made it even weirder. They lived a long life together until my grandpa died a decade ago. When I recently asked my grandma about her past, she wouldn't share the details about my uncle's dad and didn't mention the child she gave up for adoption. 
it was a really shocking discovery when I was younger. Okay, I'm confused. Uh, consider me confused. Because it said at, when he joined the military during that time, she went to Boston where she got pregnant again. I'm assuming that wasn't with your grandfather because he was in the military. So that's interesting. But then he comes back from the military. They get married and have a child and then they give that one up for adopt. Like, Wow that's yeah it's not adding something is not adding up here I'm very kind of intrigued by that okay moving on we have a few years ago my granddad was moved to a care home shortly after my grandma died as he quickly deteriorated due to Parkinson's and dementia I'm sorry to hear that when I went to visit him one time he told me that in the wardrobe there was a brown envelope alongside some important documents and that upon his death he would like to be buried with it I didn't think much of this because he said all kinds of random stuff that was untrue all the time so I just immediately forgot about it a year or so later, their house was being sold after my granddad's death, so it was my job to clear it out, and I came across this pile of documents in the wardrobe alongside the envelope, and I didn't automatically think back to that conversation, so I tipped out the contents onto the bed. Inside were approximately 30 Polaroids of my grandparents having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I can just like imagine that that was probably the last thing that you would be expecting to find in that moment on the bed, in the shower, in the garden. Who took these photos? They're too far away to be a POV. What am I supposed to do with them? I didn't want to tell other family members and I didn't want to just bin them because then anyone could see them and it was too late for them to be buried with my granddad. They're now in an envelope in a locked box in my house. <laughs> I like get your reasoning I get your reasoning for still having them but like that's the funniest part is that like you are now in possession of 30 photos of your grandparents having sex that is objectively hilarious I kind of like I like I totally I get it because it's like well I mean I guess you could throw them away you could shred them that feels like I don't know that feels mean so don't do that I I get it I guess I get it just keep it in that locked box and never open it. What a crazy thing to kind of stumble upon. That is, that is truly, <laughs> that's nuts. Okay. Uh, received an email this week from Ancestry.com stating I share 25% DNA with someone I've never heard of. I'm 31 and this person is 24. Turns out she's actually the daughter of a woman my mother and I have both worked with for years who knew this whole time and never told us that her daughter has the same biological father as me. Even better, she's married with five kids and had this girl somewhere in the middle. My biological father died a few years ago and was an awful person, but told me he'd never had any other kids but me, so he never knew about her either. This woman apparently met my dad while caring for his grandmother before she died and became pregnant with my new half-sister and just never told anyone. Ancestry's out here exposing. Yeah. Okay. Is this a dumb question? But it says that they share 25% DNA. Wouldn't it be 50 wouldn't it be 50 because they share one biological parent? I am no genealogist. I feel like I don't even have to say that. I really do think that that factoid kind of goes without saying, but 
because when you said 25, I was like, oh, that's kind of confusing. I would think that would be a grandparent, but a parent, I don't know. Interesting. That is interesting. And that's crazy that this woman has just been like keeping that to herself. Was there a confrontation? Like I'm kind of needing to know that. Was there a moment where you're like, oh, this is crazy. I have a sister. Does, and does that woman know? Cause she could have had an affair with your dad, but not known that he was the father to that child. So it does beg the question if she actually knew that. Cause if she also had a husband and was having kids this entire time, like it would be totally normal for her to not realize. So she might not know that would be, that would be crazy. That is really, yeah, that's nuts. Wow. Okay. And it's annoying. It's like, <laughs> it's annoying that your dad died, which it sounds like also, um, was, was actually not a bad thing for you, but it's annoying that you can't ask him questions because he, he actually owes you some answers. And I think that that's, that's always frustrating when it's like, okay, now what? You'll never get the answers you need. So I think you should confront this woman. Just a little good old fashioned confrontation. It's crazy that you work together though. What a betrayal on kind of all fronts. Okay. Anyways, I've tried to look for some supporting news articles to back up some of the info about my uncle, which I found before, but of course I can't find them now that I want to share them. Anyways. Hi, Illy. And I can't wait to get my, how hard can it be? Boys do it hoodie. I love that. Thank you. Love you. Back to the secret slash drama. I'm going to start this off by saying that I grew up in a very conservative Southern Baptist home. Cringe. That was her words, not mine. I never want, whenever people are being self-deprecating or like they make a comment like that in their story and I read it because I'm reading their story, I never want you guys to think that like I'm just being like weirdly so judgmental because I would never say cringe when someone told me that information. I might have my own thoughts, but I would never, I would never voice that. Okay. I was, and also it's obviously, you can't control the way that you were raised. I was very sheltered and I couldn't even watch Captain Planet because quote unquote, only God has powers, dot, dot, dot. What? Because of this, I was obviously a very naive, small human who thought my parents were perfect Christians who didn't do bad things. LOL. Ooh. Okay. I'm intrigued. My uncle, who was always known as a bit of a rebel with a devil may care attitude, had been arrested on drug charges at the height of Miami in the 80s. If you know, you know. As sheltered as me and my sisters were, this much we knew. Uncle equals arrested for selling drugs. This will make sense later. But I feel like my dad wanted us to know this much to keep my mom, sisters, and me at arm's length and out of earshot of my uncle. Besides this, my dad had a male best friend, in quotes, we never, we had never met because he quote unquote was a drug addict who sold drugs and my dad didn't want him around us, which obviously seemed fair. In the nineties, when we were growing up in Miami, I was but a tot. Our minivan, along with our family friend's car, got stolen from our house while we were being babysat and the adults were out on a double date that night. This was the only time I remember my parents going on a date and leaving us home with a sitter. There was a police report for the missing vehicles and everything. The family friend's car was later found at the bottom of some canal and our van was never found. Flash forward to 2000, we survived Y2K and the subsequent end of the world that came with it. My mom finally filed for divorce from my dad after he had been cheating on her with a multitude of women for years. My convicted felon uncle thought that then was a good time to finally tell my mom that my dad had been 
been involved with the drug trafficking. My uncle and my dad's quote-unquote best friend took the heat while my dad obviously got off scot-free. Do we all fully understand why my dad didn't want these two men in our lives? Question mark. Yes, um, we do. We do now. Also, the reason our car was quote unquote stolen was because my dad was heavily involved in insurance fraud. Essentially, people would pay him to make cars disappear so that they could cash in on the insurance money. He made our van disappear and he cashed himself. He cashed himself in. To this day, my quote-unquote Christian father denies he had any involvement in all of this, but what else would the motivation for my uncle sharing that with my mom be? I feel like if it was a lie to muddy my dad's name that he would have outed him while my parents were still married to get my mom away from my dad ASAP. Homeboy waited until my mom wasn't associated with my dad before spilling the tea, and I feel like he took the heat in the 80s to protect his little sister, my mom. My dad is now a lonely old man with no real friends or a significant other, so I guess cheating plus letting other people take the heat for your illegal activity equals sad, lonely man. Karma is the breeze in my mom's hair on the weekend. I love that for your mom. I love that. That is, it is just crazy to me whenever I hear about people that kind of like live double lives like that and they just have, they just have like a total secret. Like I, I can never understand how people can get away with that for so long, but they do. Like remember a few episodes ago where the guy the guy like said that he had been in school for years and he hadn't and he like lived with his girlfriend and she thought that he had been in like getting his MBA or something like I don't understand how people successfully get away with that because especially like in today's day and age I just feel like it's so like maybe maybe it was easier back in like the 90s because people weren't like able to track people on their cell phones and to like see like I feel like it's a lot easier to be sketchy and to be able to kind of get to the bottom of things because of technology but that is fully insane what a roller coaster like finding out that your dad is a criminal like that is that is uncanny okay My grandpa was a spy and learned Russian for an assignment. I listened to a podcast recently that had a clip of a speech in Russian, and I could understand it. I asked my family if there was any connection, and they said that grandpa refused to talk about the assignment that had him learning Russian, but for some reason he decided to teach me Russian as a child, none of the other grandchildren, and I couldn't remember learning anything from him. So long story short, I think I might be a sleeper agent of some kind. That is insane because I'm assuming you're an adult because you were listening to a podcast and kids don't listen to podcasts. That is crazy to, as an adult, realize that you actually know some Russian. Like what a crazy way to find that out. Like I cannot, (laughs) that would have been like such an out of body experience to be listening to a speech in a language that you don't think you know. And then you're like, why, why am I understanding this? That is nuts. Like that as a phenomenon needs to be studied because that's actually so, so crazy. Boy, oh boy. Okay. Okie doke. My father, aged 62, found out in the past six months that his three younger siblings are all fathered by different men. What in the mama mia? Three dads? I mean, This is different because it's three different children, but still, 
I also only found out in high school that the woman I thought was my paternal grandma is actually my great aunt, aka my biological grandma's sister. My biological grandma was abusive, so fuck her. But yeah, crazy. Wow, that is crazy. It's also nuts that, and I'm not like judging, I'm not judging your family in any, in any capacity, but it's crazy that, so your dad and his three siblings, all of them had different dads. And like, it's crazy that they never pieced that together. Again, I'm not judging them because why on earth would you ever think that you have to do that? Like fully, I get that. But it's just like you would think, because it's one thing if it's like, like the, the person who wrote in earlier, who like they had five kids and the middle one was, had a different dad, but like to have four kids with four totally different dads, like you would think there would be really, really distinct differences that someone might've picked up on something, but obviously your dad's 62 and he's just now finding out like, it's crazy that that was something that someone was able to keep a secret for so long. Wow. That is, that is really, really insane. Like what a crazy thing to kind of be able to get away with for so long as the mother. I bet she, I bet she didn't think she would get this far. And now here she is being exposed on a podcast. I bet she never thought this could happen. Wow. That is truly insane. Okay. A little backstory. My brother has only really had a girlfriend maybe twice for like a week each time before he broke it off. He's 30 now. It's totally possible that he's gay. I wouldn't care. I just want him to be happy, obviously. But I wouldn't blame him for not coming out to our family because our parents are very conservative. Okay. The tea. Like five to six years ago, I went to a concert with my brother, our little sister, and her boyfriend. On the way home, the guy sat in the front and my sister and I were in the back. It was late and a long drive, so we all fell asleep except my brother who was driving, obviously. At one point, I woke up, but I didn't talk or move. I looked up and saw that my brother had his hand rested on my on the boyfriend's thigh. I kept opening my eyes to check, but it was there for a really long time. Really made me wonder if my brother was slash is gay and had feelings for my little sister's boyfriend, but never told anyone. And my sister ended up marrying the guy. That's wow. That is a doozy. And that's like a really, this one's kind of like weird because it's like a, it's something that just you observed and just you have thought. So it's like really it's like to yourself, which a lot of the other ones, it's like, now it's common knowledge that like my grandma cheated on my grandpa. But like, that's, that is insane. I'm curious as to, cause you said everyone was asleep. Was the boyfriend asleep or was he like a willing participant in, in the, the thigh, the hand on thigh rest, the, the hand resting on thigh because it makes you wonder if there was anything going on mutually between them. And this is obviously pure speculation. But if that's the case, then it is crazy for an additional reason that that guy ended up going on to marry your sister. Wow. That is truly insane. That is really, really crazy. And that you don't just do that. That much I will say. You don't just you don't just put your hand on someone's thigh for no reason. That's not something, and keep it there. Like maybe a pat, like a, you know, maybe like a, a quick little pat of the thigh. That's you don't rest it there for no good reason. That's not a thing that happens in the world. So, you're definitely. I don't think. 
I think you're valid in your thoughts. If you were at all looking for validation from a stranger with a microphone, then here it is. Okay. My uncle Kevin was with my aunt Claire for 20 plus years and they have two sons together who were 14 and 18 at the time. Kevin and Claire were always fighting and were super short with each other, but honestly never thought they'd end things, let alone end things so terribly. Turns out Kevin had been having an affair with this lady, Kristen, for 13 years. To make it better, Kristen had actually been his student in middle school at some point. Um, middle school, what ages are you in middle school? Like 12 to, does that sound right? No, like 10 to 14, 10 to 14. So yeah, I'm nauseous. I'm truly ill. So not sure if he did anything with her. Also where I'm from, middle school was fifth grade to eighth grade. I know that in a lot of people, a lot of schools, middle school is actually seventh to eighth or sixth to eighth. So it's really probably like 12 to 14 closer to, but still, still I'm nauseous. Um, still not sure if he did anything with her or waited until she was 18. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. Kristen has three annoying brat children who Kevin has taken on because Kristen claims to have all these sicknesses that she doesn't really have. So now Kevin ruined his life and has to take care of Kristen's children while she sits in bed drunk all day. And then in parentheses and, and in quotes, sick interesting it is crazy how sick you can get if you are constantly drinking I totally I'm seeing the connection there this has been going on for five years love my fam wow that is crazy okay so I'm assuming then they're they fully they fully have divorced so honestly good for Claire Claire can kind of move on with her life and also I think that is I'm like, that's a good way to end things. It's a good way to end things because if you and your husband get divorced and the reason is because your husband was having an affair with someone for 13 years who was his student in middle school, you can leave that marriage and be like, yep, I didn't lose out on anything. I I won. That's not a person I ever want to be with for obvious reasons. And the reasons are because he was cheating on me for 13 years with his former middle school student like that's okay that's not someone that you're gonna be crying over at a later date like wait what if that's the person I'm supposed to be with it's not because he was in love with his middle school student so you don't have to worry about that which is a beautiful thing and I'm just kind of trying to look on the bright side of these otherwise really really horrible and kind of god-awful life-ruining stories but I would say that's a plus Claire Claire gets out of it kind of scot-free and she doesn't have to deal with it Okay, this person wrote, I submitted the story for Juicy Gossip also. Okay, let's see. I love when we can have kind of like a hybrid, like a Juicy Gossip and a family drama. Love this. Allegedly, this is in all caps, allegedly, according to my grandma and grandpa, my aunt's ex-husband's brother, so just kind of take a minute to soak in that that connection there. So my, according to my grandparents, my aunt's ex-husband's brother was found dead in his truck. I'm okay. I'm curious as to if that is alleged. Is that real? Was he actually found dead in his truck? Is he alive? Like, is that part up for debate? I have to know. They were suspicious circumstances, especially because the rumor was that my aunt actually slept with the dead brother. Her ex-husband was never officially accused, but my grandma swears he did it because he was mad that my aunt slept with his brother. 
To add to the drama, my grandpa insists that he was the one to find the truck slash body in a grocery store parking lot. That's like a crazy, that's a crazy thing to just kind of say. By the way, I was the one that found the body. Wow. Also, not that I think any of us needed a reason, but this is a really, really good reason to steer clear of interfamilial affairs because you could be found dead in a truck in a grocery store parking lot by someone's grandpa. And we don't, we don't want that. And I don't think any of us needed yet another reason to not participate in some sort of interfamilial affair. But if you did, I would say that's kind of like the icing on the cake to remain alive. That's a good reason. That is a good reason. Okay, next we have, hi Maddie, just wanted to thank you for this podcast. When I have been very lonely in the last year, Parked Car Convos has been a dear friend to me. Um, okay, that means literally more than you'll ever know. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. That makes me so, so, so happy. Um, I'm not happy that you've been lonely. <laughs> to clarify, I am happy that you have found comfort in the podcast. Here is my goss. I took a nap Christmas afternoon a few years ago, a sacred part of the day, naturally. When I woke up, there were fallen trees everywhere, and the nursing home down the road was in ruins because a tornado had swept through the area. Thank God our house was fine, and the people at the nursing home were evacuated in time, but my whole family had been sheltering in place in a bathroom for three hours, and no one out of those seven people thought to wake me up. All three of our dogs were also safe in the bathroom with them, And I'm fairly sure my sister brought her pet rats. I can't remember what they said when I was a little indignant that they'd essentially sacrifice me to mother nature. But I guess that answers my age old question of which kid is my parents favorite. That is heinous. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's just that is just sad. That is sad at the end of the day. I'm really sorry. That's so messed up what seriously what reason could they have given like I'm racking my brain to think of any possible reason especially because it was Christmas like it's giving very much like home alone like you were Kevin you were Kevin and the trip to Europe was actually a tornado the parallels are actually insane but home alone has a happy ending where we find out that his parents really do love him so I I hope you got that that happy ending as well wow Okay, this one really got my attention because it says TLDR, my family all thinks that my grandpa killed my grandma. Like, yeah, interest peaked. Consider my interest peaked. Backstory, this will make sense later. My grandma is 100% Irish. My grandpa has a major in gambling addiction. We often think a bookie killed him because he disappears for days at a time. My grandma battled pancreatic cancer for years. That's horrible. Uh, She was in in in-home hospice and decided not to go through radiation again. My grandpa had a nurse that would come every morning around eight o'clock to take care of her. March 16th, my mom went over to visit and my grandma was in good spirits. She ate dinner and my mom helped her to bed. By 8.06 the next morning, she was dead. Oddly, my grandpa had called off the home nurse that morning for reasons that have never been explained. My grandpa is a big numbers guy and superstitious. And sure, we are convinced he killed her, Because what are the odds she dies on St. Patrick's Day and she's 100% Irish and he called off the nurse. My grandpa collects a life insurance policy and moves to Florida with his girlfriend that he brought to the funeral. 
would you believe me if I told you it gets weirder? The relationship didn't pan out. So he took a bus to Vegas to become an Elvis impersonator. I have so many stories about him. I could probably submit him for so many different prompts. He's still alive, by the way, and has won the lottery twice since this happened 10 years ago. What? What? There's so much. There is so much to unpack there. First of all, okay, him killing your, like, was that just no one ever looked into that further? I mean, I guess I could understand you, you know, you call 911 after she dies. They realize she's an elderly woman with pancreatic cancer. I'm assuming people wouldn't look into that very far. But like if they had done an autopsy, what would they have found? Because that is so sketchy that he, why would he have called off the nurse? Why would he have done that? There would have been no reason to do that. And then the fact that he immediately collected the life insurance policy and moved to Florida with his girlfriend. Like that's giving very much motive. Hi. And he brought the girlfriend to the funeral. For some reason, that is the most heinous part to me. Because that that plays to like the premeditation. Like him and this girlfriend had been plotting this all along. But to have the gall to bring her to the funeral, that is so nauseating and disrespectful. Especially if he did kill your grandma. Like that is, oh my God. That is heinous. And now he lives in Vegas as an Elvis impersonator. Like what a, what a guy. They should make a documentary about him because that is actually so truly insane. Holy shit. God. Okay. This is a friend's family secret slash drama sent with permission. He and his brother grew up with their mom. Their dad had contact, but it was only occasional. They were never allowed to go visit their dad at his home. He would come to them or they would meet at a third location. As friends, we never knew why until about 10 years ago. He and his brother grew up not knowing this inf- the following information. It turns out this is all because they're his dad's other family. This man has a wife and kids who actually live a few street away, streets away from my parents. And they have no idea that he had such a long-term affair with my friend's mom that resulted in two children five years apart. My friend is the eldest of the two kids and he is in his 30s. His dad's family still don't know about them despite my friend and his brother growing up knowing that they were the other family. His wife still thinks he's just on constant business trips when he's visiting his secret children an hour away and clearly has never questioned the money he's always sent to them. What? What? Holy shit. That is insane. That is a crazy thing to like keep up all this time. It's also, it's almost weirder to me when they remain in contact. Like clearly it's not like he grew up like being a really strong father figure. Like it said, you know, they would occasionally see him. So it's not like he was always there, but it's crazy to me that he even kept that up because obviously in terms of ease and keeping it a secret, it's obviously easier to just to just never like really see them again. But it's like insane to keep that up for this long, especially because now the kids are in their thirties or that one of the kids is in his thirties. That's nuts. And the kids are five years apart. So the affair had to be going on for at least five years. Like, Oh my God, that is insane. Truly. I don't even. Wow. 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 Like people having second families and second lives. Like that is the biggest 
that would just like completely blow up like having something that huge that has the potential at any point in time to just blow up your life is nuts like how do you live how genuinely how do you live I have no idea wow Okay. My sister-in-law didn't talk to me for six months because I chose my wedding date four days before her birthday. Wedding is in May, 2025. She'll be turning 26. I rolled. That is, that is scary, pathetic, scary, pathetic. She didn't talk to you for six months. Also like four days before your birth. That's a good buffer. Not that it would matter anyways. Like you can't live your life around someone else, especially like your sister-in-law. Like that's not even someone that's, you know, directly related to you in that sense. Not that like, I, I guess I wouldn't ever plan to get married on like someone in my family's birthday, but four days before, like that has not, that's not even, that's not even close when you really think about it. It's not the day before or after four days before. It's just like in the same month at that point, like come grow up. That's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing for her. And that's like fun for you because like anyone who you tell that story to will automatically be on your side. Like that's such a fun thing. Do you know what I mean? Where it's not like up for debate. Like, oh, let's hear her side of the story. Like, no, her side of the story is kind of insane. So, okay. Just need to address the fact that my step grandma, deaf a gold digger, she's 20 years younger than my grandpa, is rude. And she always comments on my weight. That's gross okay she got me a diet fucking hot chocolate as a Christmas gift all coming from this woman who doesn't wear a bra but loves strapless shirts p.s. I love the energy you have okay thank you thank you thank you thank you but that is wow honestly good stories though and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that you can just take what she says as her just being an insane person like that's that's not real. Like whatever she says to you about you is <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. That's like, she's just crazy. And that's kind of, it's kind of fun because like, at least it's good stories. You know what I mean? And you can just look at it as like pure entertainment rather than anything else. Like it's just, she's just kind of like a meme in that sense, which is kind of, it's those people are kind of fun. You have to admit. Okay, my grandma on my dad's side is crazy. She has claimed many things, but the most recent one is that my mom is going to kill her. Awesome. She had called the police on my mom saying she feels unsafe and has even tried to get my mom arrested. Mind you, my mom is a sane person and has never done anything wrong to this woman other than marry her son. Classic. She has also come into her house when she knows we're not home and didn't tell us. The only reason we know is because we have cameras for that specific reason. She has done many crazy things leading us to ha- leading us to having to talk to her about going to a sick hospital. I don't know what that means. SYC. I'm assuming it's like a mental facility, but instead she just moved closer to my house. Wait, I think we really kind of brushed over the fact that she's breaking into your home. That's unsettling. That is unsettling. Even even be even if she's family that's unsettling why are you in my house I feel like you really kind of glossed over that I'm not into that that's that alone is scary and then it's like if she is of the mindset that your mom could is like out to get her which it obviously isn't true but if that is her mindset and that is like what she perceives to be reality that's scary and then she's breaking into your home I don't like that uh, that's wow Okay. God bless you guys. That's, that's scary. 
Okay, so my uncle killed a girl. No. No. In a small town when he was drunk. But my family is quote-unquote Midwest rich. And he pretty much got away with no jail time. We don't talk about it much. Nothing like good old-fashioned fucking corruption. That's disgusting. That makes me sick. Also, do you talk to him? Like, is he still a part of the family in that sense? Cause I don't think I could ever, ever look at that man again. So if he's still like included in family events, like that's kind of crazy. That is crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. We have two more left. Two more, I think. Yeah. Two more. Okay. One summer while visiting my grandparents at their summer house with my cousins, it was brought up how many siblings my grandma had 11 of them total, but one had tragically passed in quotes I asked if anyone could elaborate because I don't remember hearing a tragic story about my great uncle but my grandma who is normally very cheerful and happy to oblige in a story became very stern and curtly said he died in an accident and that's all I'll ever say hella sus right yes yes it is hella sus later I asked my cousin and aunt about it and they told me that my great uncle had been dating this woman who swindled him out of his life savings got him put got him to put everything in his will left to her, not his kids. And then he was found shot to death in his house. She was never charged with anything. And the police's official ruling was that it was a suicide. But my aunt said, everyone in the family knows she murdered him. That is crazy. That is really, that's really, really sad. But that's like, and it's like, also I, I am curious as to how the police never like looked into that further. Like you would, if everyone in the family is like, no, that couldn't be the case. That's not what happened. I'm confused as to why they wouldn't have looked into that further. But that is, oh my God, that's insane. That's really, really sad. It's like, again, like that's something you hear about in like a movie. Like you don't, you don't think these things happen in real life. Like that sounds so like a true crime TV show, which is I mean, those things are often based on real life, but still, that is, wow, that's awful. Okay. Cousin's wife died of cancer in December. He was engaged to another woman by Valentine's Day. Even though she was still married, they are now married and have a kid together for a total of seven children. Oh my God. That is nuts. Also, there's one more, by the way. I I miscounted, but... That is insane. So a two month turn, not even a month and a half, really, because Valentine's Day is halfway through February. That is crazy. That is so disrespectful. And then it's like, how is anyone going to, how is anyone going to, like, that clearly had to have been going on prior to her death, right? Otherwise, it's just crazy. Either way, it's crazy. But that's, wow. Okay, last one. My aunt's job sent her to California for this school training course thing. And at the time, she was married to her wife of like six years. While she was in California, she met this guy who was also going to the training for work and was married and had two children. They apparently started hanging out after classes and spending the night together. And one day they decided to go skydiving together. And the skydiving place took their picture and she had his arm around her. That picture got sent to our entire family, including my aunt's wife. This was way before she even told our family about him. 
and they were both married. Well, fast forward to today, four months later, both my aunt and the guy got divorces and moved in together. He lives in Washington and she lives in Minnesota. So it was hard for me, especially when she moved because me and her were super close and my entire family thinks he's going to propose soon. My aunt already has a tattoo of her new boyfriend's name on her ring finger and he has a heart with her name on his ring finger. Oh my God. Wow. That is really sad. It's also so weird that essentially they like revealed their affair via skydiving photo. That's a crazy, that's a crazy thing to have happen. Like what a weird, maybe they sent the picture thinking we're just friends and that's how this will read to people. But why would they do, why would they out themselves like that? But also part of me is like, they do seem really happy together. Obviously cheating is never okay. But wow, that is a, that's a whirlwind. That is truly nothing shy of a whirlwind. Wow. This episode was a doozy. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. As always, these episodes would not be possible without you. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram, send this episode to a friend, and I will chat with you next Monday. Have a great week. Bye.